How do you do these phones? I don't understand how to do this FaceTime. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. You're listening to Sapnin Podcast. Sapnin! Sapnin! You're listening to episode 80. How the hell have we got to 80 of Sapnin Podcast with Sean Smith and my good friend who used to be known as Morgan Richard but is now exclusively only known as Mo Dick and will only answer in the streets to you shouting, Yo, Mo Dick! Ladies and gentlemen, formerly Morgan Richards. No, that is not correct. It is me, Morgan Richards. This is episode 80 of Sapman Podcast. And even though we've hit the big 8-0, it's not all downhill from here because we're being joined by Pop Punk's greatest of all time. Ah, anyway, yeah, this week's guest is... Uh, Pop punk legend Jordan Panik. Yes. Uh, we had a fantastic chat with Jordan. This was our first podcast that we did while we couldn't see the other person. Yes, uh, Jordan was recording this conversation in his car. Um, so it was a very different side of it, but we enjoyed every second. Got a lovely, candid catch-up, full of laughter. What a wonderful human being. What an influential band. And I'm so excited that we have him for a full episode on the podcast. It's bonkers. Every week, it still blows my mind that we get guests who I previously looked up to as like pop punk, le- you know, legends. Hmm. And then um, somehow I, I infiltrated my way into the music <laughs> business and now somehow I get to call, <laughs> somehow I get to call on friends. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this is awesome. I was chuffed again to, that we got to speak to Jordan. He's funny. He's informative. He's a absolutely lovely, lovely sweetheart of a man. And um, yeah, thanks again to Jordan for doing the podcast. Yeah, and of course, literally, we have a wonderful conversation with him about not only Newfound Glory's new and upcoming studio record, Forever and Ever Times Affinity, available on June 19th via the Hopeless Records, but just a chilled out, relaxed conversation about his love for coffee, tattooing, 20 years in the scene, and so much more, including basketball and Back to the Future. We got it all in there. We got it all in there. Yeah, great chat again with Jordan. Lovely bloke. And uh, yeah, I, I was chuffed that the blackout got to tour with Newfound Glory because it's not a lineup you'd imagine 
I would ever put together. <laughs> but I'm glad that we got to do it because, um, yeah, we're legends, like absolute legends. Yeah, it was like, as you said, when you think about it, really, they're such an influential band, especially to that scene. Because if you look at that kind of new generation of acts now, like all time low, the story so far, their names are literally taken from Newfound Glory lyrics and songs. Yeah. So it's mad to see how much of an effect they've had on so many people. I wonder if you can if Jordan can charge those bands for name rent. Ooh, not a bad idea. He's te- not a bad idea. He's technically, and this will be our word of the week, he's a word landlord. <laughs> the owner of words. Yeah, yeah. he came up with those words in that order for song titles, and now those bands are called that. So he owns the rights to their names. So pay up, I think. Wow, that's not a bad thought. But yes, thanks so much again uh, to Jordan for taking the time for this. Great to catch up with him again. Of course, he did appear on last year's Slam Dunk Festival special we did with Cyrus from the band. Uh, so go back and check that out to hear stories of Festival Alid from Kids and Glass Houses. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was how that conversation started. I ran back. To, I had a text. Right, let me let me tell you a bit of behind the scenes about that last interview we did in Slam Dunk with Newfound Glory. I had a text of Morgan saying, where are you, Newfound Glory, are you? <laughs> to which I replied, I'm in the toilet. I'll be there now. So I ran back. I literally out of breath. I get to the table where, where the boys are sat. And they're like, where have you been? And I'm like, yeah, all right, sorry. And they were joking. And then first thing they said was... What happened with you and Alid last night? <laughs> and I was like, how have I gone from being like 17-year-old, 18-year-old Sean listening to my friends over you loving our song to then being questioned by the the writers and composers of that song to ask me about a night with my drunken friend? It just blew my mind. Oh, so, love it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Um, But before we go into things now, I just wanted to kind of take a moment to say thank you to anyone listening to this. Appreciate you taking the time and going out of your way because obviously there's so much going on in the world at the moment. So hopefully this could be a nice little distraction for you and take your mind off things and and kind of sit back and relax for an hour. Um, But just to mention, of course, with everything going on at the moment with Black Lives Matter, please go and check out blacklivesmatter.com. There's so much information about the whole campaign and everything there. So it's great to just go and educate yourself, share it, tell your friends, sign all the petitions available, donate where you can and just make sure to do your part. It's time for a change. And of course, all lives can't matter until Black Lives Matter. So blacklivesmatter.com for all of that. And with everything going on with COVID-19 as well, please remember to look after yourselves and others and to follow all the guidelines wherever you are in the world of your local communities, um, councils and everything like that. So yes, yeah, stay safe. And thank you again for choosing Sapman Podcast as your distraction. Oh, that was lovely, Mark. Thank you very much. Um, that was... An all nice bit. Yeah. Yeah. Complete. Yeah. Morgan's nailed the sentiment there. Um, Thanks for listening to us. And um, yeah, please support Black Lives Matter where possible. Yeah. And of course, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, make sure you're subscribing wherever you're listening right now. And make sure to follow us on our social media pages on Twitter and Instagram at Sapning Pod. 
That's at S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D. That's at S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D. It's Sappening Pod, isn't it? At Sappening Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Ooh, that's full of distractions as well. So you can get involved with us, like our stuff, share it. Ask us questions. What guests do you want to hear in future episodes? Is there anything you want to know about my puns, about Sean's musical insight, about um, how it is to have long hair and beards in quarantine? I don't know. At Sapping Pod on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> Get in touch with us. <laughs> Get in touch with us if you want to hear thrilling things such as what's it like to have a beard and long hair. Shut up, Mo. Carry on. Okay, but a a real thrilling thing is our Patreon page, Sean, at patreon.com forward slash sapnin. Yes. Um, Yeah, check out patreon.com forward slash sapnin if you've enjoyed any of these episodes at all and you'd like to support us. That's the best way to check it out. Go to patreon.com forward slash sapnin. Uh, there's loads of different tiers to choose from. And even the smallest amount gets you into the sapnin community group, which is full of some of the most beautiful people I've ever come across in my life. I've never met such a supportive gang. Yeah, it's literally being able to build a community from this. It's so rewarding. It's so lovely to see. And we'd love you to come and join it. People get involved and support each other in every possible way. Uh, so patreon.com forward slash sapnin if you'd like to get involved with that. Uh, Sean, is there anything else you would like to mention before the very tall and wonderful Jordan from Newfound Glory joins us? He is surprisingly tall. He's I very will say tall. that. Yeah, you t- I don't know why. I don't know whether it's pop punk, and I think <laughs> I don't know why pop punk <laughs> people are should should be five foot nine. But uh, yeah, he, he's a big fella, and um, it was absolutely great to talk to him again. And uh, I hope we get to do it again in the future. And uh, yeah, that's it. Fantastic. So episode eighty, Sapnin podcast, newfound glory. Let's go, Sapnin, Sapnin. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Sapnen! Sapnen! Oh, it hasn't happened. It hasn't happened. But this week's guest is Jordan Pandek from Pop Punk Legends New Fun Glory. Yes. Jordan, how are you? <laughs> oh, man. Well, we were just talking before we started recording that this shit sucks right now. Oh, and tell me about it. Dude, I have to be like Mr. Like teacher guy. And then I have to be like a dad, which, you know, is already hard enough being a dad and like, you know, just I you no know, breaks, you know, it's just, it's crazy. And I'm sure, you know, everybody has got the same story right now if you have kids, but, but it's just insane. You can't do anything. And I don't know. I mean, California is easing up a little bit, but still we can't like see friends or anything really. So sucky. It's a weird time. Yeah. It's crazy. I find it a bit mad that everywhere is easing up a bit, even though there's still a virus. Yeah. It's not like the virus, <laughs> the virus hasn't gone anyway. It's just people, people are just can't be bothered to stay in anymore. Um, yeah. It's bonkers. Well, I think that as, 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 as people, you know, human beings, they want that natural, they want that like connection. You know, you want to be able to like touch each other and, and hug and like do that. And I think it like really affects a lot of people, you know, when, you, when you're doing that for so long, <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. Weird time. Weird time. Yeah, but thanks for uh, taking time anyway out of your uh, busy teaching schedule <laughs> to talk to us. It's, uh, it's great to catch up. How, how's things anyway? Um, besides that, pretty good. I mean, you know, it's like we all of a sudden get to the whole world gets to like somewhat have a break in a weird way, you know? Um, so that's, so that's kind of nice, you know, to like sort of slow down a little bit because um, we're always so, so go all the time. So, Yeah. I feel like my brain is being pulled in two different directions. In one direction, I'm like complaining that I can't do anything. But then in the other sense, I'm like, oh, this is kind of nice. So <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's a complete mind fuck either way. So yeah. What did, um, yeah. What did you guys have planned for like around now or for the foreseeable future prior to the pandemic? Yeah, I was supposed to leave um, for tour uh, on the 29th of this month us and uh you know we had a headline tour and uh knuckle puck and simple plan and um Ooh. and that got uh postponed till august and then now the august tour is postponed till later next year sometimes so, oh well <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then we also had uk plans to come uh 
as well. Uh, we had, I mean, there was a bunch of stuff we had planned to do and it's all just on hold because nobody knows what's going on. So, mm. yeah, it's bonkers. It's, um, it's a strain on everyone. It's, it's just, who'd have thought like, like two months ago, two, three months ago, none of this had ever affected any of us ever or would have thought yeah. of it. And now yeah. we're just like, oh, well, that's the year 2020 where I thought cars would all be <laughs> flying about and everything would be neon. Turns out to be the worst year in existence. Totally. <laughs> yeah. How did Back to the Future not see this coming? That's the question. Yeah, yeah. well, I, I suppose... We have got Biff Tannen in charge of America. <laughs> um, yeah, but apart from Biff, yeah, well, there's no hoverboards. They've just brought the night game mags out, but they're That's not true. cost efficient no, yet. They're not, no. Um, I was looking so forward to hoverboards. I was looking so oh, forward to hoverboards. Same here. I, I still really want a pink one, but hopefully one day. <laughs> I wanted a self-drying jacket. No, it happened. You are. Your jacket is now dry. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Nothing. If anything, wetter jackets. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where? Uh, yeah. So yeah. You you mentioned you're in your in your car. Are you? Um. Is yeah. this an essential? Is this essential travel only? No. This is not an essential travel. This is just like I. Uh, I'm going to see some. I'm going to do a social distance hang with some of my buddies that. Um. I don't know. Like. I don't know if I talked when the last time I talked to you, but I like do coffee stuff here in California. And like, I do stuff with uh, my buddies with uh, dark horse coffee and in San Diego. So I haven't seen them in a long nice. time. So I was driving down there to just do like a six foot, like hangout. <laughs> just, yeah. So um, that, yeah. Yeah. I don't think you mentioned the coffee no. thing last time we saw each other. Um, yeah. Yeah. Can you, can you, can you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah. So I've been friends with these guys, with these brothers for a while. And, um, I had first met them because they asked me, I had posted some, some sort of coffee thing on my Instagram. This was back in probably 2000, I don't know, 2010 or so. And, and they're like, but have you tried dark horse coffee? They commented on my, on my page and on my post. And I was like, no, what's tell me about it. And then we kind of just started hanging and talking from there. They're like, Oh, we have a shop in San Diego. You should come visit. So then I went to the, the one shop at the time in San Diego. Um, hung out the dudes, became friends, drew stuff for their like merch for, for their coffee bags and all sorts of stuff. And that's how we kind of like started the relationship. And then over the years we were, t you know, they have been opening shops along the way. I think they have about eight shops in Southern California right now. And then one in uh, Lake Tahoe, which is like uh, in, like ski resort area. And they've been wanting to open some, a couple of shops in my area where I live. And I live in like a Northern part of San Diego, about half hour, 45 minutes from like actual downtown San Diego. So that's kind of how that started. And now we're going to be opening some in, in my area too, together. So oh, nice. nice. Congratulations. Yeah. Well done, man. Yeah. yeah. It's been, you know, it's been a, like a long process and kind of everything's sort of on hold right now because of everything. But, hmm. you know, before this started, we were like, you know, looking at buildings and doing different stuff. And so, yeah, now it's all kind of just like <laughs> shit on everything. <laughs> Shit on all your plans. Here you go. Oh, tell us about it. Tell us about it. But that's, no, that sounds really cool, though. Uh, should get one over here in the UK uh, next. Set up shop across the pond. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that'd be awesome. That'd be really fun. I actually want to, like, do some... I want to come out there, like, when I don't have band stuff, which... Or, or in travel, we can travel again, you know, with safely. And, like, hang out and do tattoos and stuff. Uh, I mean, I get hit up all a bunch of times, you know, all the time from 
from people that live out there. Yeah, can say, come tattoo at my shop, you know. And it's like not like I'm like that great or anything, but it's just fun to like do little black line work tattoos on people, Ooh. you know, and just travel around. You could do a whole uh, UK tour of tattooing, just go to different shops around the country, and then just I know, right? <laughs> what? Oh, here we go. We're on an idea now, right? This is a yeah. A co- there's a coffee and tattoo tour going on here now i can sense um yeah, yeah i think there's got to be there's got to be thousands of people in the uk that would love to have a jordan tattoo so mm-hmm. yeah why are you yeah if i was you i'd be over here <laughs> all the time just doing it um, yeah i would i would love to yeah oh that's that's the future i think jordan's ta- jordan's tattoo tour tattooer tattooer <laughs> tattooer <laughs> we got there i knew we'd get there we got there yes <laughs> um yeah are you um are you oh i suppose you again pandemics in the way i was gonna say have you been tattooing much but no uh, no not lately not lately um i think that's kind of like you know we have i don't know if it's the same with you guys but they're like doing it in phases where they're opening in phases and kind of like i think that's not till phase two or three maybe um and then and that's all and then that'll be sort of like you know, you can't bring a friend. It's only the person that has the appointment. Appointments only. Um, mask the whole time, kind of the kind of deal. So, which is fine. You know, wh- whatever, whatever we got to do to like get it going again, I'll do whatever. I don't care. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, but while I'm about tattooing, I mean, that's one thing I wanted to bring up is kind of away from music is kind of like your second love, and you've really demonstrated that a lot across your career and uh, incorporating it where you can with the music and everything uh, as well. How did you get into it, or was it around the same time as music as well? Or um, with tattooing? No, I, I um, well, I've always been an artist. I've always draw- done drawings. I've done merch designs for people for our band. You know, for tons of other stuff and um my wife was always like kind of like she was the one to kind of really push me like to maybe think about doing tattooing because you know i i like getting tattooed not well i don't like getting tattooed but i have a lot of tattoos um and i've always mentioned it you know talking about it like that's something i should do or try to learn you know just for fun and around that time uh, my buddy ian white who i had met um, who's a tattoo artist. Um, I met him on warp tour many years ago. He was riding with, uh, I think at the time it was Hawthorne Heights. This was like before Casey passed away, I think. And, th- I think. and, um, I met him through them and he tattooed me on the bus on the tour bus. And then several years later, he was out tattooing the Bayside guys who was on, who were on tour with us at the time. And, and I was talking to him. I was like, Hey man, like I've always like wanted to learn how to tattoo. How do you go about doing that? You know, he's like, well, you got to get an apprenticeship and this and that. He's like, but I am going to be opening my own shop soon in Nashville. And he's like, if you ever want to come out and help out and I'd love, I would totally show you how to tattoo. So that's kind of how that started. And, um, yeah, so he came to my house in San Diego to like stay with me and show me like a couple of basic things. And then I like within the same, the first day that he was showing me how to like set up a machine and everything, he like had me tattoo him and it was like, sweating buckets like not knowing anything and i tattooed his shoulder (laughs) and then uh and then from there i kind of like we i moved to nashville for for a year this was in 2012 or so lived there for a year um helped him open his shop and kind of learned that whole year how to tattoo and then i kind of have been doing it on and off since then um the hard thing is to keep it good you like to keep yourself like going and to be good is like do it every day and unfortunately Hmm. I don't really have that luxury because 
tattooing on tour is hard. <laughs> like it's so stressful. <laughs> I tried it before and it's not, it's not easy to do between band stuff and then like having to like tattoo people. So I just do it when I'm home. Yeah. I can imagine the, uh, the setting up and breaking down every day would be, uh, would get it, <laughs> yeah. would get in the way of band life. Totally. And plus like, plus I'd have, you know, you're in like these like venues that who knows when they're cleaned and like, I don't know, it just <laughs> yep. doesn't feel right. Having like strangers in the back, in the dressing room and stuff. I don't know. I just like, yeah, just kind of decided not to do it while I'm on tour. Yeah, makes sense. Probably, probably for the best. With that, though, has there been like experiences and stuff where uh, the band uh, members from different bands and stuff have asked you to tattoo or vice versa? Yeah, yeah, I've tattooed a uh, couple different dudes and bands. Um, Chris, the drummer, Bayside, like he was one of my first specimens that I tattooed. <laughs> I tattooed on his, <laughs> his leg. Um, I've tattooed Ian in my band. Um, yeah, I've tattooed a bunch of people. Like we're on tour or whatever nice i um yeah my friend was a tattooist uh or still is a tattooist where i live and uh yeah i went out his shop one day and it, he said um where's the most painful tattoo you've got sean and i had one in my lip that was um <laughs> that was tasty at the time does it say maggot no it's <laughs> no better than that bamf b-a-m-f <laughs> <laughs> yep after after are you a ding cook are you a ding cook call himself a bamf <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have that done today. And I went down my friend's shop. He did it in my lip and I instantly regretted it. And then he <laughs> said to me, um, where do you think the most painful place to get tattooed is? So I was like, oh, it's got to be my lip. And he was like, actually, it's probably going to be your little toe. And then we tattooed, <laughs> each, tattooed each other's little toes. And it was the most <laughs> painful thing that's ever happened to me. It was dreadful. <laughs> what? So uh, like. Was it a short little, I mean, was it a short time? Like how long did it take to tattoo your little toe? Where he's got, um, he did like a skull on my, on my, t- on my little toe and I tattooed it, his little toe and I've never tattooed before. <laughs> oh, so shit. he's got some, yeah, he's got some really crap, thin, tiny lines that have probably gone by now. And now I've got <laughs> this big black mess on my little toe that makes it look like I've permanently kicked a chair. Wow. Um, but yeah, it really hurt. Uh, yeah, have you uh, you got a little toe tattoo? No, I don't have any toe t- toe tats. Uh, no, no toe tats. No, no wiener tats. Oh no! Oh god, no! Yeah, so, they don't make a needle small enough for me to get a wiener tat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> microscopic. Yeah, it's those tiny little tattoos you see people doing, and they're like a ta- <laughs> half the size of a coin. Anyway, let's stop talking about I, my. Um, I didn't think we'd go on to this so soon, but. <laughs> so soon you were you were expecting you were expecting cock talk but not quite as soon all right fair enough um yeah never know sorry, you never Morg. know what have you got Morg? sorry no Morg. but um yeah but of course jordan despite all this madness you have got a new album coming out with newfound glory forever and ever times infinity on june the 19th <laughs> on hopeless records um yeah. i'm sure it's just a nice outlet to kind of get this out now despite all the madness yeah it's nice uh it's nice being able to so early be able to share songs for people um you know we've released four tracks by right now hmm. um and it's funny to see like all the comments you know there's some people that are like this is awesome and there's some people like this sucks and like <laughs> so it's funny to see because you know there's 15 songs on the record so it's 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 interesting because we've released four songs right but there's such a, a mix of n- different newfound glory on all over the record um where i think that even if they don't like 
whatever, like we released that song Himalaya. If people don't like that song, there's going to be, I feel like there's going to be another song they're going to like on the record. So I'm really looking forward to the whole record being out, but I also, you know, it's been nice to sort of let people hear some stuff and, and yeah. see what they think, you know, cause you, you, you work hard for, for a long time to get it, to get it done. And you're waiting and waiting and waiting. And then, then all of a sudden a pandemic happens and you're like, fuck. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> Do you know how many albums yeah. I've had? How many albums I've had ruined by pandemics? Oh my god! <laughs> That's my excuse. The blackout. We're going to be the biggest band in the world, but then these bloody pandemics. <laughs> yeah, it's called the newfound glory curse. Like every time we got something going that we're all like stoked on, or like something's about to, you know, we get like a a tour, or like you know, there's always something yeah. that happens. Yeah, the black by the end the blackout had the mantra if it can go wrong, it will go wrong. Um <laughs> b- because by the end by the end of our tenure as a band we were like, Should we book a van? Yeah, we'll book a van, but of course it'll we'll turn up on the day and it's been double booked or they've taken all the tires <laughs> off for a joke or they've removed the engine for a laugh. Um but yeah, it's just it's yeah, it was just annoying well, in the end. But uh yeah, we had we the the record had already leaked like several months ago in like someone in Japan, like someone from the label or something. I can't remember, like accidentally put it up on iTunes. Uh. And then so a bunch of people in Australia got to hear it in Japan. Um, and then luckily, like we kind of like reined it in a little bit, but there were people that were able to get it. Um, and then we had an original release date. It was supposed to be May 29th, like the day we were leaving for tour or or somewhere around there. Like it was the like on the first show of the tour, it was supposed to be released that day. And then it got pushed back to, to now June 19th, because obviously people aren't going into record stores anytime right now. So. Yeah. It's, it's very, it's very strange. Like, I don't know whether now is a, a great time to be putting music out or not, or I just don't understand. Cause like, it seems to me more people are obviously home. So you think they'd be yeah. listening to music more, but then totally. I, yeah, I don't know what's going on. It's just it's, well, it's strange. I discovered some really good songs and records, you know, from artists that I like or have just found out about, like from being home right now. And oh, cool. these are songs and records that some of these artists have put out because they're home as well. You know, hmm. um, I really, I'm, I'm actually really enjoying the uh, that Machine Gun Kelly song that he put out with Travis. Oh yeah, it's so yeah. catchy. It's so catchy. Yeah, he's so good. And like a, f- a few together, I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, and it, it, I guess he wrote it while in quarantine, so that's kind of, you know, he's writing some of his best stuff while being home, like with his thoughts. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, oh, that would be um, that would be a good tour. Machine Gun Kelly um, opening for uh, New Fun Glory. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, it's opening for him, maybe. No, no, not if he's doing a punk. If he's doing a punk record. He can't just go on an headline and it, he'd have to come back and go the punk way and then, oh, oh, that's a tour, mind. Um, uh, yeah, maybe. Oh. <laughs> just, sorry, I've, I, sorry, I've, I just You just bring up all the fan- ideas. Yeah, you're just <laughs> going away on business ideas. He's just thinking yeah, like... I'm on Fantasy Island here. Um, <laughs> yeah. There's another cool, uh, cool band that I've liked for a while. They're called the Belinda Butchers. And they're named after Belinda Butcher from My Bloody Valentine. And um, they're, I think they're from San Francisco or something, but you would think they're from the UK or something like the, just the way they sound. Um, 
and so they're kind of like this dream pop dream pop band with little elements of shoegaze in there and like they're just super catchy and like the the singer sounds like um the, at times he sounds like the singer from mew or like i don't know just really high kind of like dreamy voice and um anyways they put out a new record recently in the last couple of weeks and it's really cool like at first i was like oh this doesn't really sound like the other stuff but then and the more I listen to it, I'm like, man, this is really cool. It's kind of like mixes elements of like that nineties sort of massive attack trip hop kind of beats that, you know, the streets kind of beats and, and then, but still has those like dream pop elements over it with this, with like girl guy singing and stuff. It's, it's pretty, pretty cool. Mm. Nice. Awesome. Nice. So I'll check, I'll check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anybody else that people you think people would be surprised that you like? I don't know. I feel like I pretty, I feel like I've for the, for the, for the, for the whole time I've been in the band, I feel like I'm pretty open about like the type of music I listen to. I don't know. I, yeah. But then people are still surprised by what I, what I listen to. Cause like, I never, I never really listened to a lot of pop and pop punk and, and punk and stuff. Like, hmm. I don't know. I, I, I did more. I I've always enjoyed more of like uh more indie sort of stuff. Um, oh, cool. Gr- growing up, like my favorite bands were like dinosaur junior. And, and then I loved like a lot of stuff from the UK, like, uh, like my bloody Valentine and slow dive and like that kind of style stuff. And some of like the early, um, you know, DC sort of stuff, like the discord records kind of like Fugazi and shutter to think. And I mean, there's so many bands that, that I was into at a younger age because I luckily, and I'm sure when you interview band guys, you've had, they've had the similar story, but like I was lucky enough to have older friends that were into that kind of stuff and got me into those, into that type of music. Um, so at a young age, I was like already just all I wanted to do was like find out about new music and new bands and, and just, you know, go down the rabbit hole of, of, of buying vinyl and different things, you know? Um, and then I started a pop a punk band cause it was easy and fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, was, I, I was just about, to, I was just about to say, yeah, you, you, like you said, like you didn't really listen to much, pop punk or punk or whatever and then you just went oh one day you just went oh do you know what i think i'm gonna be the king of pop punk and then just decided <laughs> to be the king like, yeah, just one uh, day i thought that it's just like oh do you know do you know what i don't <laughs> listen to pop punk but i'm gonna be the king of it right <laughs> yeah yeah just saying to your family right i'll be back now i'm just gonna be king of pop punk it shouldn't take long. Um, it's like it's like Donald Trump. He says he's the king of the ventilators. <laughs> I'm the king of pop. <laughs> uh, oh wow! Yeah, no, but the the thing is, you've actually created some brilliant pop punk, whereas I don't think he's done much with ventilators ever. So th- <laughs> it's a it's a slight yeah, there's a slight difference, but yeah, that's that's such an interesting story though. Just to mm. hear how different music, like you had like different musical influences. That's awesome. Yeah. And don't, don't get me wrong. I still like, you know, I still was a fan of descent. You know, I loved descendants growing as a kid or as a teenager Ramones, you know, that kind of stuff, even like more weirder, you know, we all loved this band from South from uh, Northern Florida or central, was it Northern Florida or central Florida, somewhere in Florida, they were called discount. Um, and at the time when we first started our band, people used to think I sounded like the singer of discount. And funny thing is the singer of discount, was a girl her name was allison and um <laughs> and um they used to say oh you know you sound like the singer of discount and i and that that is exactly what i was going for because we all loved a discount at the time and then she actually went on to like do like some big bands with jack 
Jack White and stuff like the Dead Weather and some other stuff. But um, we loved them uh, growing up. That's nice. awesome. Yeah. yeah, incredible. Yeah, but with this record as, as well, it's going to be your tenth album with Newfound Glory. I mean, you guys have been going for over twenty-three years now. Is it still like a kind of refreshing feeling when you get to go into the studio and be creative? Or by now, is it? Does it seem too familiar? Is there a structure? I mean, how do you see it? Um, I think it's a little bit of both for me, anyway. I mean, it's familiar because you know we all kind of have a sort of rhythm and a flow to like how we write songs now but at the same time like it's definitely you know i say it every i feel like i say this every record but i feel like it's true that every time we put out a new record i feel like we're sort of like this rejuvenated sort of it's like a rejuvenated feeling you know it's like a like a new band or something like i don't when i'm in the studio and we finish the record and we listen back to songs and stuff i'm like man this doesn't feel like we've been a I don't feel like I've been in the band for 23 years, you know, when I look back and think about stuff, I only think about it when people bring it up and it's, I, I don't know. I just always feel when the new, when there's a new record coming out, it's just like a new fresh feeling. And I think that, yeah, I, I'm glad that I can say that and not feel like jaded or anything, you know? Nice. I don't know. No, no, that's, that, that's really good to hear. Cause yeah, we have, we've spoken to some bands and, some some bands give similar answers, but you can tell you can tell in them that they're a, a little bit fed up of it. Um, but that's so refreshing to hear that still after this time, it's still good for you. Yeah, and I think I think we've done like the right things to make it so it feels that way for all of us. I mean, we I feel like we as a band sort of nip things in the bud, like as when they happen. Like if there's something that someone needs to get off their chest or like need to talk about we talk about it oh cool you know it's like band therapy you know (laughs) and i think i think because we all realize like without the band like we wouldn't be able to do anything else so we put whatever we we put all that we can into the band and i think that's kind of like the driving force for why i think we all sort of it were well anyway why i feel that way you know i feel like it's every record feels like we're a new band you know yeah yeah is there anything in particular that all you guys kind of try and do to kind of keep grounded and not jaded and just feel refreshed about everything uh yeah i mean i I think we all are collectively on the same page when it comes to like not rehashing songs you know not not sort of trying to make the same record twice um we try to push ourselves to make it still a newfound glory because you you can't avoid that but try and at least push it a little bit to where it doesn't sound like the last record you know and also too, like, I just feel we are always listening to new bands and new music. I mean, when I tour with, with bands, I like to bring bands that I like and that I can share with, with people that may have not heard them. Um, I like, and I like to hang out with, with other bands and stuff and like just shoot the shit and talk about stuff. And, and so I think that definitely for me kind of keeps you sort of grounded a lot. <laughs> um, just meeting new people and and seeing like the things that they're going through and like being being a new band or whatever and yeah that's kind of like that's kind of like the two big things for me oh cool 
Yeah, and you know, as you mentioned there, there's loads of different kind of styles within Newfound Glory. Even though you've been kind of branded with the pop punk kind of uh, symbol, you've still got a loads of different styles within that and throughout the records over the years. And do you just feel this one now adds to that again? Is it an, another new direction? We're still keeping that Newfound Glory DNA? Yeah, I think for sure. I mean, I, I, with this record, though, like we wanted to kind of throw back a little bit, but still make it sort of modern sounding. I mean, we going back to like the bands we used to listen to, like another sort of band that was, you know, uh, they were super catchy and melodic, but they, they would always play with hardcore bands and they, and they were like part of the hardcore scene was that band lifetime. And then lifetime sort of split off into like different bands, like kid dynamite and paint it black and all these different, different bands. And we all were fans of that stuff. And I would say they're, a pretty major influence on newfound glory as a whole. Um, and so we wanted to like kind of throw back to some of those type of bands and, but still sort of make it new and sort of fresh sounding, you know? Mm. Awesome. And um, one thing I did want to bring up as well, that, you know, even though you guys have been going for 23 years, as I mentioned, you still like to keep things funny with you guys and have a laugh and everything. And one thing I had noticed about um, the promotion for this album is that the promo photo, the main one that seems to be going around, is all of you kind of pulling funny faces and trying to show off double chins. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it's one of those things where of like we took the photo and just, you know, as, as our <laughs> photographer was like setting up stuff, she was just snapping stuff. And we all did that at the same time. And, and we're like, watch that's the photo they're going to want to use and sure enough, <laughs> every, sure every enough. single time <laughs> every every time. magazine you do a photo shoot for you'll pull a stupid face or you'll do something daft and you know the moment the flash goes off ah oh, fuck they're going to use that <laughs> shit and well and it's exactly what happened and so we're like you know it's kind of funny like let's just keep it like i mean we're not trying to be like we're not trying to win sexiest band of the year anyway so it's like <laughs> let's just like let's just put like this is who we are so like let's just use that photo let's all use it in our like personal f instagram photos and like make it a thing and we have a song on the record too called double chin for the win and so <laughs> it kind of like, like goes together so <laughs> that's Perfect. so good that's i tell amazing. you what in f in future interviews if anybody asks about that photo just just the answer should be oh we were sick of being nominated for sexiest band <laughs> every year <laughs> sick of it i am sick of it um yeah no but as soon as i as soon as i saw it i thought i've got to bring this up because it's such a, a i think just tongue-in-cheek kind of photo and stuff but it would look awesome on like a massive billboard somewhere oh yeah for sure i hope i hope that can happen yeah just over <laughs> over Times Square in New York. That would uh, that'd be the perfect. <laughs> I hope that can happen. That'd be so good. And speaking of uh, things to do with the record as well, I've got to bring her up. Obviously, the single greatest of all time. Um, Tune the uh the one of the main lyrics is of course jordan rodman and pippin and yeah. I know you've had this for a while. You've written recorded it a while back, but. Did you know that The Last Dance was going to come out and everyone was going to be obsessed with the 97 Chicago Bulls again? No, no, no clue. No idea. <laughs> I mean, I wish I could say yes, that I could like sell the future because that would be cool. Uh, yeah. But no, Ooh. no, no idea. It's kind of funny how that like happened. Yeah. Well, how did um, how did the like idea for that track come about anyway? Is it just like being a, a huge basketball fan yourself and stuff or? Yeah, like I think collectively um, being 
you know, basketball fans. And like when we were kids, you know, it always goes back to nostalgia for, for us, for a lot of things. And when we were kids, it's like Jordan, Michael Jordan, Dennis Rodman, Scotty Pippen, like they were like the dream team, you know? And, and even we were in Florida, like everybody loved the Chicago bulls for, for that reason. And so to us, they were like the best team ever because they had some of the best players on those teams. And we just all like want the Chicago bulls to win. And everybody had Chicago bulls jerseys. And like, for whatever reason, you know, besides like, liking the players on the team. Um, <laughs> yes. And, at, and, and, and Florida didn't have a basketball team, you know, during that time, I, I think the Miami heat didn't start to like, I'm trying to think when the heat started, but it was, it was later than, than that when the, when uh, those three guys were all on the same team at the same time. Um, yeah. I think everybody like, like you say that, like you're like, oh yeah, we were in Florida, but we love like I'm from Merthyr Tidville, and I love the Chicago Bulls, <laughs> and and that's sli- that's slightly further away, um, just yeah, a little bit, yeah, what, not too far, yeah, yeah. What a team, what a documentary, um, yeah, what a bunch of players. Yeah, um, have you been able to to see it? No, I haven't. I haven't been able to watch it yet. I mean, like, but by the time I get to like l- like sit down and watch TV, I don't want to watch tv i just want to like play video games or like (laughs) like scroll around on my phone for you know just to like shut my brain off okay Uh, as soon as you said that thing i thought you were going to say the uh the kids wanted to watch like disney plus or something no they they want to watch like all the scary shit like they like my nine-year-old loves like he's like super into like are you afraid of the dark and goosebumps and stuff right now (laughs) um Nice. But then he'll like wake up in the middle of the night saying he's scared. So (laughs) (laughs) number one dad over here. Yeah. But, but the timing with greatest of all time as well, must just being uh, like phenomenal, really getting that track out and then the documentary coming out as well. And you've even had some, uh, awesome newfound glory, Chicago bulls inspired Mitch. Yeah. I'm stoked for that. I hope I get to keep one before, uh, (laughs) (laughs) before they're gone. I was just about to say, I, I haven't seen that. Wait, ah, uh, where's that? Wait, Morg, where, did, where have you seen that? Online, on their online store. You can get a newfound glory inspired Chicago's Bull kind of what, vest? jersey. Like, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. I'm, I'm having a look Jerseys, at that now. yeah. <laughs> nice. And then and it, has my na- it has Jordan on the back, so it has my name on oh, that. Oh, <laughs> nice. Perfect. Even That's better. So good. You get it? You see how, you see how it works out? Yeah. <laughs> And is there any other kind of surprises on on the record that you guys are, have got in store that can't wait for people to hear? I don't. I think that there. I think people are going to be surprised in just the the way the record like kind of just goes. Like, there's 15 songs, and like I was saying before, there's like a there's a song for everyone. I feel like there's if you were a big fan of Coming Home, you're definitely going to like some a couple of the songs that are on the record. If you're a fan of Not Without a Fight, you're going to be stoked on some of the songs if you're a fan of uh, makes me sick you're going to be stoked so i think that, that there's something for everybody on the record and um i think uh yeah i think people are going to be be stoked i mean i hope people are going to be stoked I, ca- I can't predict the future but <laughs> <laughs> no i'm sure i'm they sure are. they will be i'm sure they will be I'm stoked to hear the rest of it. The single so far has been sounding absolutely fantastic so yeah i'm really looking forward to the to the full record being released properly yeah, while we're not allowed out, do you and the guys have any other... Are you going to be doing anything to mar- market the record or playing any shows from home or doing any acoustic things or anything over the next couple of months? Yeah, I think... I mean, we want to tr- 
we, we have to like figure out how logistically we can do it. But I mean, I kind of, we were talking and we're, we think that it'd be really awesome to be able to do some, some sort of like CD release party sort of show like online somehow, make it like an actual real show, like, and make it a party, like just lights and balloons and whatever, I don't know, whatever. And, and have people be able to tune in that way. Um, I just don't, you know, I, I, I'm kind of like nervous to like get on an airplane right now. <laughs> yeah. That's, and, and, yeah. you know, the, two guys live in Florida and one guy lives in, and Chad lives in Nashville and I'm all the way on the West coast in California. So, um, I don't know. It would be awesome to be able to do, to do something. We just have to figure it out. I mean, I could, I don't know from here, from San Diego to Nashville is about, if you drive straight through, it's about 20, eight hours or so <laughs> Jesus. Um, That's, yeah wow so you know you can break it up in a few days and actually make like a fun road trip out of it and then get there and and be stoked but um i don't know just have to figure it out <laughs> yeah that's one thing i don't think a lot of fans like of, of american like in the uk of, of, of american bands realize that like there's so many bands where all the members live in different places and like we're over here you know it might take you two hours to go to like a city the other side of the country like 28 hours or something to drive over to to find your drummer or your bassist or something like that that's that's crazy yeah i mean we all used to live nearby each other you know we all we all moved from florida to california back in 2000 or 2001 something somewhere around there um and we recorded sticks and stones and then a couple of us ended up staying in san diego and then um and then Chad ended up living up in uh, Los Angeles. Um, and then sort of over the years, you know, we kind of just Cyrus met his wife and she was from Florida and wanted to live back in Miami. So he like did that thing. And then Ian, same sort of deal. And then Chad wanted to, you know, at the time when him and Haley were together, she was from Nashville. So like he ended up being in Nashville a lot and he ended up staying there. Um, and so and he loves it there now. I mean, he's, he's, I think he's there for good, but, um, yeah. And I'm in San Diego. So it's like, you know, what do you do? Like before we would just fly, meet up before tours, fly into, we usually leave out of Nashville because all of our stuff is stored there and the, the bus company is added there and everything. So we would, we would always like rehearse a couple of days before tour and then just leave from Nashville. Um, so we just all fly and meet up and then, uh, but now it's like, <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do. Yeah. I think people in the UK, like kids in the UK, don't realise how lucky they are, really. When when they hear stories like this, where you have to travel for possibly 28 hours straight to see a band member, and they're, and, and they're complaining about going 45 minutes to a gig, it, may, it really makes you... Makes you see how how difficult it is and like how how ungrateful we are in the uk to go and watch bands so i hope people listen to this realize how much of a struggle it is pull their finger out and when we can go to gigs make the effort to go to gigs <laughs> it's interesting seeing the different perspective because when we go to uk we're like holy crap people in uk love like coming to shows and love like going off and going crazy it's funny oh no all that, yeah all we ever got online was Basically, if you're not playing outside their front door, they'll they'll find they'll find a way to complain about it. Like, oh, you know, you're not playing my garden. You're playing ten minutes away. Oh no, not ten minutes. It's mental. It's but yeah, people in the UK just do not appreciate it enough. So yeah, that's something that's gonna. I think that'll change now when lockdown's over and people can go to gigs. Yeah. Number one, I worry. 
I'm not sure if people are going to rush back to gigs. Yeah, I don't think so. But then there's part of me that there's the like the nihilist people who are like, no gigs now, gigs, <laughs> right. gigs as fast as possible, more gigs if anything. Um, but so yeah, it's going to be. I don't know. Is it our gigs going to be full of those people that you're seeing now who are we're on the beaches every weekend? Yeah. Or is it going to be? Or is it going to be sparse? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, happen. and I, I know. I know for California, especially like they're doing concerts and live things is like that's like last sort of on the list so yeah mm. it's so crazy we had we had we had strange times yeah <laughs> for sure. yeah but hope, hopefully it'll be sorted uh soon enough and newfound glory can come back over to the uk and do a bunch of uh awesome shows again i know we got some like anniversaries of records coming up i mean there's a bunch of stuff we could be doing you know like so Ooh. anyways i think I think January 1st, 2021, we just relabel 2021 as 2020 <laughs> and we start again. We start again. We carry on from January 1st, 2020. Right. So does that mean no one gets older that year? Because they, they're, they're, they're the age they yes. were in 2020. So you... Yes. No, I have yes. an idea. I stay the same age. I have age. an idea. We pick, oh, we pick one city in, in the UK. It'll probably have to be London, right? Because that's like, you know, the main one, right? Or whatever. Hmm. Okay. And let's say they let 50 people into a concert. Like that's like the max that they're doing. We do a hundred nights in London of 50 people. <laughs> in a 50 oh, that's, wow. That's genius. <laughs> you can't see this. You can't see this. And people can't see this. I'm pointing to my head. That is genius. <laughs> you could do. Yeah. You imagine you could, you could rent out like Wembley arena, <laughs> right? Which is 15,000 capacity. <laughs> But put the curtain of shame up, yeah. right? Put the curtain of shame up, <laughs> literally two rows back. To, after two <laughs> rows, put a curtain of shame. So you just have like 50 people lined up in a row. Yeah. Oh, such a good That's idea. so good. So many good videos as well. And you like, you promote it as like, New right. Song Glory, Wembley Arena, 2020 or whatever it's going to be. Sold out. <laughs> yeah. Sold out in second. 100 nights. Sold out in four minutes. No way. <laughs> Oh, that'd be amazing. I just had the idea of like all of you like doing a proper press conference for it as well and just going like Conor McGregor obnoxious about it and like sunglasses and just like... <laughs> oh, yes. 100 nights, yeah, I mean... Ah, <laughs> oh, that'd be so good, yeah. Uh, Michael, Jack My Michael Jackson was going to do 50 nights. I know. So if you just do like... If you just do 51 nights and you actually turn up, you beat him. <laughs> so... That's um. Oh wow! It's a, a fair effort, but what a genius idea! I'm gonna, I might use that for myself. Um, <coughs> Sapping festival. That's what we're gonna do. We'll do a festival where we get Sorry. bands on. We interview. <laughs> oh, the co the co the cogs are turning now. Um, oh, yeah, but, cool. Um, well, but yeah. awesome. Um, as well, like just before you go, as well, Jordan. Obviously, you know, speaking of mad ideas and stuff like that. I said that that newfound glory has been going for 23 years. You've achieved so much in that time. I mean, how do you see the band now? Is there like, is it just enjoying it for, for everything you've achieved and just looking to the future? Or is there still kind of bucket list achievements you still want to try and do? Has your thought process on those kind of things changed over the years? Yeah. I mean, I think it's definitely both. I, I feel like there are things that we still want to do. Um, but there's also like, you know, like what you said. And so I don't know. I, 
I really do feel like we can continue to do the band as, as long as we can. I mean, I, I, I you know, that's our hope anyway. Um, but then at the same time, I'm like thinking to myself, like, am I going to be seeing my friends over you when I'm like 65 <laughs> on stage? It's going to be so like, what, like what, you know, cause I, you know, the 65 and up people in my life, you know, they're, they're just, they're, they're not old, but they're just, they're old. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know how else to say it. And so like, I can't, I can't see myself at 65, 70 years old, you know, when we see uh, singing my friends over you, but Hey, you never know. Like, I don't know who's, who's 65 still in a rock band on stage. I can't even think of one right now. Um, well, Springsteen's uh, no. going um, up there, surely. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Springsteen for sure. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, there are things, I mean, we, I think we've hit every state in, in the U S including Alaska. Wow. Um, yeah. So that was kind of like a bucket list thing to like know that we played Alaska and Hawaii and like all these like kind of separate sort of, you know, sort of things. And then I don't know, there's other countries that I would like love to still get to. There's bands that I would still love to like tour with. I mean, you know, there, it's kind of like you, you, you just kind of have these things in mind and like work towards them. And I don't know, I kind of like right now just take every, day at one day at a time you know it's kind of hard to plan anything so and hopefully 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 people don't forget about you you know yeah i think that's kind of like the moral of the story at the moment is just taking it day at a time because i have seen i see i see a lot of people who are who are just kind of up and down like myself included like one day i'm ecstatic and i'm really looking forward to stuff and then the next day i'm hmm lockdown and i don't know whether i'm coming or going i don't know if i've got work to do or no work to do so i think yeah just just a day at a time is is the way forward for now i think yeah and i've definitely i'm feeling that too i mean i think everybody is is like there's days where you wake up and you're ecstatic and then there's days where you're like man i have nothing to look forward to today like there's nothing literally nothing it's the same as yesterday um i don't know therapy Hmm. helps I've been in, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, that's been, that's been good once a week over the phone. You know, that's nice. (laughs) But nice. But tell you what people can look forward to is new film Glory's new album available on June 19th. Yep. Yes, sir. Oh, the ultimate Uh, plugger. Ultimate professional. Yeah. Ultimate professional. I'll take that. I hope that, um, I hope, I hope that people can like get it and listen to it and like kind of just go off to another place when they listen to it and just like have fun and not worry about all the bullshit going on. Yeah. And when this is all over, we can all get together in Wembley arena, all, f- <laughs> all 50 of us. And we can, we can have a great, yep. great time. Yep. I'm down down. For that. Oh yeah. Sold. But cool. Thank you so much for doing this, Jordan. No Thank you very much. Um, it means, it means the world. It's always great to speak to yeah, you. It's lovely to catch up with you again. And yeah, so excited for this new record, man. I think the track so far have been awesome and yeah, I can't wait to hear the rest. Thank you, man. I appreciate appreciate it, guys. And stay safe and, you know, wash your hands. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm trying. trying. <laughs> I'm trying. Right. Cool. Thank you very much. Thanks, Thanks so Thank much. you. All right, guys. You're listening to Podcast. Lovely stuff. Yes. 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 Big fan of Jordan. Big fan of Newfound Glory. Thanks again for him for coming on. And uh, he made me thirsty for coffee. Yeah. 
He did. He got a lot in, to be honest. I'm really, I'm really like the fact that we didn't talk about the new album for ages. And it was just, oh, coffees and tattoos. Yeah, sweet. Um, but that's such a good idea. I hope he does manage to come over to the UK for like a tattooer and be able to do coffee and stuff with everyone when all this pandemic is over, because that would be lovely. Yes, yes, it would. New Ground Glory. There you go. Does he not have a coffee called New Ground Glory? If he does, then he needs it, doesn't he? Yes, he does, and I don't mind taking 6% of that. Um, New Ground Glory. Oh. I can't get over it. How, I, how didn't I think of this at the time, though? How didn't I go, oh, new, yeah, oh, coffee, New Ground Glory? What? If he hasn't done it, I'm going to do it. So, there you go. Um, yeah, thanks again to Jordan for coming on. What a great chat. Lovely fella. Plenty plenty of time for him and his fantastic band. Yeah, absolute pleasure. Uh, love Newfound Glory to bits. Such a great, fun live band. King of the choruses and the pop punk scene and so influential. Uh, and, of course, their new record, Forever and Ever, Times Infinity, comes out on June the 19th via Hopeless Records. So head over to the website for a bunch of pre-order um, bundles and stuff you can get. And, of course, remember to stream it like mad on Spotify and Apple Music when it is available a couple of singles out so far at the time of recording uh, includes greatest of all time is a banger so go and check it out yes it is yes it is and uh psychic jordan predicted it mad didn't it crazy that must be so weird though because imagine like being in the studio writing that song right i'm recording it and then months later finding out there's a documentary about the things you've just written about like yeah it's it's very strange strange yeah. very very strange but yeah thanks again to, to Jordan um, taking time out in his car um, Sean Morgan <laughs> so where would you say is the best place for people to contact you and me if they wanted to I don't know why they would but if they did where would that be oh my phone <laughs> right okay um, is there like an app or like a uh, in particular no, that- no no direct is probably best just call me it's 079 <laughs> yeah if you want to contact us don't call my house don't turn up on my house don't ring my mobile phone right get in touch with us on twitter and instagram at sapnimpod that's at s-a-p-p-e-n-i-n-p-o-d that's at s-a-p-p-e-n-i-n-p-o-d not the phone number 0797 no right yeah um, good place. Again, don't ever call me. <laughs> no, go and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Send us some messages, like our stuff, and share this with all your friends who enjoy Newfound Glory coffee or tattooing. And if you've enjoyed any of this nonsense, uh, please go and check out patreon.com forward slash sapnin. Uh, you can get involved with our ever-growing community and everything that goes and comes out of that Patreon goes into making this podcast bigger and better than ever before. So patreon.com forward slash sapnin. Yes, I promise you we are trying to make this bigger and better. I promise you. I'm trying my very best. <laughs> um, yeah, so thanks. If you're already a Patreon member, thank you so, so much. That means the world to me. And some of you do actually have my address. So now I'm terrified. Oh, no. Please don't kill me, people who've got my address. <laughs> 
<laughs> also, if you become a member of the Patreon, that doesn't guarantee you I send you my address. Imagine that was like the first thing. They're like, oh, thanks for joining in. Here's my address. Yeah. Do with him what you will. <laughs> yeah, hey guys, all right? Just send me some shit. <laughs> Mad, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, yes. Uh, thank you very much to all the patrons, all the patrons of our Patreon. You guys rule. The community is great. I love the support that we've all got for each other, and people from all walks of life, mm. from um, Welsh idiots like myself to people in bands, people who manage bands, producers of bands, loads of different stuff. yoga teachers. Yeah, it's just loads of stuff. It's just it's it's absolutely crazy and lit- literally blows my mind that people give a shit. So thank you guys so so much. Yeah, and while we're saying thank you, uh, if you head over to the description of this episode, there's a long list of names that we need to thank. But as always, we need to give a massive, gigantic shout out to the elite members of our Patreon community. Those are the top tiers, and Sean is going to read those names out. But they've changed them to be super silly. They certainly have, yes. Thank you very much to Dana Lasnova, Kelly Tyra, Mayumi Liwaway, Sexy Sexy Sean on MySpace, Mitch Perry, Amy Winnie the Pooh is my quarantine style icon, Chilvers, Emma Barber, Justice is a dish served cold. If it was served warm, it would be just water. <laughs> Wow. Amadine Urbana, Joe Mama, Nathan Croshaw, not the first Kelly or the last Kelly or even the best Kelly, just Kelly Young. Ah, oh, that's not true. Dilly, the day has come, socks are obsolete, Grimwood, Mo Dix, equally seductive, second eyebrow, Michael Engler, Liam Connolly, Kelly Irwin, Paul L. Chupacabra, Hirschfield, Mo Dick's left eyebrow is more seductive than the right, Kate Puttock, Scott Jones, Simon Amos, Kinky Dick Puncher. Ah. <sighs> What are you going to do after the band, Sean? Oh, I don't know. There'll be something for you, innit? Oh, do you fancy reading stupid names out every week? Like Kinky Dick Puncher. Nice one, Oliver Amesbury. I see the photo. Um, yeah, this is what I went on to do. Thank you. How do you transfer the skill? Anyway, Jenny Masturbation is Critical Munster, Emily Senegals, Kate Stevenson, Lucy Diaz, Martina McManus, John and Emma, Erin Howard, Kelly Mallory, the reigning junior limbo champion... P.Y. Key. P.Y. Key? P.Y. Key? P.Y.D. There's a junior song called P.Y.D. And he nice. is the limbo champion of junior, so he's changed it to P.Y. Key. Thanks, Morg. You told me that <laughs> like you were really upset with me. Sorry, man. <laughs> Louis Cook, Marcy Jacobson, Mike Cunningham, Sarah Stewart, Jamie or Jamie, Sandra, why do you say it multiple times if you say the same every time? Koo-ha-chuck. Koo-ha-chuck. Is that me saying it wrong? Right. Sandra, have you now posted the actual phonetic way to say your name? Or are you have you written down the way I always say it when I think I'm saying it differently? I don't know. Anyway, he drinks a whiskey drink, he drinks a vodka drink. And when Sean records the podcast, he blows chunks into the sink. <laughs> oh, I was hungover on last week's episode. I'm sorry for that. I haven't drunk any more since. Thanks to James McNaught, Livy Cropper, Sarah, can we all go stand in a field two metres apart now? I miss my sap fam, James. Kelly Emma Cannon, Amy Thomas, Tallulah Grant, Samuel Griffiths, Stuart McNaught, Lydia Henderson, Jenny Robinson, Tony Michael and Noala Clark. Yes, thank you so much to all those lovely people for getting involved. Um, Good name, good name choices. And I think I do agree. I think my left eyebrow is more seductive than my right. 
You can't see that. I shrugged my sh- <laughs> I shrugged my shoulders, <laughs> Morgan. So, oh, um, how how Morgan? Explain that to the listeners. Right. So you know, what is it? you know, um, Dwayne Johnson, aka The Rock. Um, he has the people's eyebrow, doesn't he? Right, and he normally uses his left. I think I can't do that with my right. I, like I'm looking at Sean now into the camera, trying to move my right eyebrow, but my left, I can. Oh, you can, yeah. You can't. When you do right. the right, when I do the right, you look like you're confused and about to sneeze at the same time. <laughs> Maybe hay fever's really. Uh, oh, here's a tip. I told Sean this um, the other day, and he was very worried and concerned. Um, I'm suffering with hay fever a lot, um, and I don't. This isn't. I've been told this by a doctor or anything so don't take oh, my word here we go it. we're about to get sued we're about to get sued but hey <laughs> you tuned in to morgan's home remedies yeah come on in morg give so, us a shit um i because i struggle with hay fever i've been putting vapor rub or vic or whatever you like to call it up my nose Bro, shut up. You're not allowed to do that. I'm sure you're not allowed to do it. Only a little bit. Don't, said, don't go putting chunks up your nose. Just like little bits. If for some reason and somehow there is a doctor listening to this, right? Number one, I'm sorry that your life has turned to tatters and you've had to listen to us for some reason. You're a doctor, for God's sake. Surely you should be doing better. Also, let us know how absolutely terribly dangerous it is putting Vic's mentholated petroleum jelly up your nose. You mentalist, Morgan. It works. It works. Uh, don't put too much in. I would advise that. Don't put go and put chunks in it. But just a little bit up and around the nose, it helps a lot. Also, if you have a beard like me, put it in the little bit of your moustache, because... <laughs> oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I'd hate to kiss you. Be, oh, be good tingle doing oral sex, or... Oh. Anyway. Anyway. Um, moving on. Is that the podcast done? Unless you've got any advice for anyone. Um, yeah, don't listen to a bloody word Morgan's just said. If you're taking advice off Morgan, you're a maniac. Check at Sapling Pod on Twitter and Instagram to see photos of Morgan where you can judge for yourself <laughs> how much of a maniac you'd have to be to take advice off this nutter. Hi, people at Vix, don't sue us for the burns that you're about to have to repair in plastic surgery costs that isn't my fault sean smith and sapping podcast are not involved in it these are the own views of morgan keith llewellyn richards that's not his middle name i've made that up that's the end i'm sorry don't burn your nose with vix please this is how this is how you were drug phase starting oh i started with a bit of vix up the nose right and then next minute i'm doing cocaine i'm doing cocaine every weekend all i wanted was get rid of my a fever and now i'm addicted to coke um, wow that's that's all i want to say more um, <laughs> okay no more because people might die okay people might get injured at our advice okay what was the word of the week lip words wordsmith word hashtag word landlord word landlord there we go word landlord thank you everyone for listening please subscribe share with all your friends tag us in your instagram stories all that bollocks send it far and wide we love you very 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 much and see you next friday
You are the Donald Trump of podcasts. I've just realised. Oh, so Vix, Vix makes my nose clear. What about if I somehow, I don't know, we put it in my nose? <laughs> you are a maniac. I'm sorry oh. about him. Shut up, Morg. Sapnin! Sapnin. <laughs> put Vix up your nose. What are you thinking, man? <laughs> Whoa, mint. You're listening to Sapnin Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't I don't know what else you do with podcasts. Um, thank you very much. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.